Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Hello, and welcome to an extra special episode of Rando Rob. I am out in the workshop today. I've been doing some Cleaning and straightening. Uh, cleaning and straightening is kind of a ongoing part of my life. Uh, it seems like putting things into containers, looking for things in containers, taking things out of containers, uh, moving containers around is just a uh, permanent part of my life. It seems like that'll be part of the rest of my life. When you are a collector uh, at the, the level that I am, there just seems to be no uh, end in sight. There, there seems to be no end in uh, uh, acquiring things, uh, of uh, sorting things, of cataloging things, of not getting rid of things. Uh, so every part of, I don't want to say every part of my life, but um, like the workshop, like my office, like my areas, uh, there is a, just kind of this never ending cycle <laughs> of uh, putting things on display, taking things out of display, moving things, it just it just never seems to end. So, uh, one of the things I was doing earlier was going through uh, a couple of the shelves back here. Um, in my life, I tend to see blank open walls as places to put shelves, and then uh, I fill those shelves, and then when I run out of shelf space, I don't think about what on those shelves can I get rid of? I think, hey, where can I put more shelves? So as you can see on here in the workshop, uh, the whole corner over here is shelves. There's shelves over there. There's shelves over there. Uh, there's shelves in that corner. So I have lots and lots of shelves. Um, but it's funny. Uh, I know that uh, uh, there was that... Uh, Asian woman, I can't think of her name, that was all about uh, cleaning and sorting and minimalism and, and all that. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Marie Curie. <laughs> That's not right. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, she had some advice on keeping things, getting rid of things, stuff like that. And uh, I, I, one of her pieces of advice, well, there, there was a couple things. Uh, I think there's her version of it, and then there's the Americanized version of it. And, and her version of the rule was if you own something and it does not bring you happiness, 
then you should get rid of it. If it doesn't have a use and it doesn't bring you happiness, get rid of it. The American version of that that I've always heard is that if you haven't used an item in X amount of time, you should get rid of it. Now, uh, I have a friend who lives very strictly by that rule and the X in his life is one year. He says if he has not touched an item in one year, and that could be an item of clothing, that could be a uh, souvenir, a memento from to uh, remember a vacation, that could be a, a tool, whatever it is. If he hasn't used that item in one year, he gets rid of it. Now, I don't really know how that applies to like things on the wall or things on display, um, but uh, he told me one time, and this is a friend who has moved multiple times from apart. He uh, has mostly lived in apartments. He spent most of his adult life living in apartments, and he's moved to several apartments. And uh, and he says, you know, if I haven't used something in a year, I toss it out. Whether it's a piece of silverware or um, you know a kitchen appliance or anything, he tosses out uh, things that uh, he hasn't used in a year. That being said, the things I'm about to show you are 39 years old, <laughs> and I just found them uh, because I found a box over on these shelves. It was a box that was labeled Star Wars, and I, it got put in the wrong place when we moved. It got put out here. It shouldn't. It should have never been out here. It should have gone in with the other Star Wars stuff to have been sorted. So it's just been lingering out here um, for um, uh, well, gosh, October. This would be. Uh, is this three years at this house or four years at this house? I think it's three years, three years that we've been here now. Uh, so it's just been sitting on a shelf for three years, um, not being looked, I mean, just sitting. So uh, in his world, I should have thrown away this box. In my world, I got uh, this item right here. These other uh, four items when I was 10 years old and uh, I still have them. I still have them. Uh, by the way, uh, I am shooting this, today's Randall Rob, on my uh, cell phone, on my iPhone. And uh, for working on, I figured I was going to be doing more van life videos. So I've been experimenting with different microphones. Now, I have, uh, I have enough, I've upgraded enough parts of my podcasting life that I have... Uh, the old Blue Yeti that I used to use, uh, I have a spare uh, HD video camera, uh, like a, a webcam, and I have uh, the laptop that I use. And so I can come out here and do um, complete recordings, you know, but that doesn't seem very mobile, setting up a laptop and setting up, it, it you know what, it seems, um, it seems very Gen X-ish, Gen X-ish, um, which isn't necessarily bad. I'm, I am self-conscious about doing things the old way. And I know that uh, there are many parts of my life that I do, that, um, that I haven't adopted new ways. My daughter recently told me about a band uh, and she mentioned it to me. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, I'm going to find this band. And so... Uh, I went on uh, YouTube to try to find the band, and I couldn't. I couldn't find any songs from this band, and so 
Uh, I went to uh, the news groups where I used to download MP3s and I couldn't find any MP3s and I uh, I found it on um, I found a couple of their songs on uh, Bandcamp but but uh, you know I couldn't download them and, and I did a couple other things and so like oh I looked I even looked on the Pirate Bay I couldn't find any of their stuff so I kind of looked like all the places I knew to get MP3s uh, whether to buy it or just download it I couldn't find them. And so I mentioned to her a couple days later, I was like, yeah, look for that band. And she goes, they're on Spotify. Just listen to it on Spotify. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was, it was, that was, that solution was not in my toolbox and it should be. Um, but I'm always self-conscious about that because in my world, like I, there are, um, well, the other tubs are over there, but I do have one tub in here, uh, that is full of all my old CDs. And so if I'm out here working in the workshop, uh, I have all my MP3s. I have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of MP3s stored on my home server. And with my phone, I can connect to my server at the house and I can stream music over Bluetooth. And I have a, uh, like a home stereo thing set up over here with Bluetooth. And so that's the way I listen to music. I listen to my MP3s and I listen to that or I listen to podcasts a lot when I'm out here. Uh, and I stream it through that system, you know. But I would never think about just going to Spotify or... And you know what's funny is uh, I tried to adopt streaming. Boy, I got off on a tangent here. But I tried to adopt streaming. And I got on Pandora and I kind of learned Pandora. And I set up some playlists and uh, I kind of enjoyed it. And then everybody was like, oh my God, Pandora is old. Uh, you got to get on Spotify. And what's funny is Pandora is by far the newest thing <laughs> like that that I adopted. You know, I was so proud of myself that I got um, Pandora. And then everybody was like, nope, that's old. You got to go to Spotify. And so uh, I feel like that's one part of part of getting older is uh, losing. It's not really the ability. Part of it is the ability. I should say that. It's, it's hard to admit. Part of it's the ability. But more than that is it's the interest of wanting to adopt the newest thing. I'm pretty okay with um, listening to the MP3s that I own. Um, that does make it where you don't discover new music, but uh, uh, I kind of quit enjoying new music a while ago, so it's, it's not a big, big issue for me. So um, anyway, I uh, kind of went down a rabbit hole, but... Uh, back to um, videos, I it seemed like uh, dragging around a laptop and a USB microphone and a webcam was kind of an old school way of thinking to shoot videos. And I have shot videos on my phone. I, I do shoot videos on my phone. But I've had a problem with sound. And so I bought a, a Bluetooth lapel mic, uh, a lavalier, and it doesn't work great. The sound's not very good, um, and uh, I don't love it. So um, I went back on Amazon, and I found a lavalier mic that connects right to, uh, it has the Apple lightning adapter on the other end. And there were different lengths of cord to buy, and there was one that was like three foot, and I, think, I said, that doesn't seem very long at all. And then one was six foot. And I thought, that's okay, but I mean, you can't get very far away from your phone. 
And then the one that was recommended was 10 foot, and I was about to buy that. And for a dollar more, you could get it 20 foot. And I go, well, that makes the most sense. So I bought the 20 foot cable. I'm going to tell you right here, there's my phone. I mean, my phone is two and a half feet away from my face. So there's a two foot of cable and 18 feet of cable. <laughs> wadded up in a pile right here uh, that I'm I mean it's it's just going to live its eternal life in a giant knot that's all it's ever going to be but I thought if I ever want to shoot a video and I'm walking around the room I could put my camera in one place and I could walk around of course I have to secure the camera because there's a, a very high probability that I will pull the camera uh, off the tripod when I walk away with this cord so I don't know um I may have to come up with another solution, but for right now, this is uh, this is you know the the fun thing about Amazon is that you can try solutions. If they don't work, you can mail them back, or you can do what I do and I throw them in a drawer because I think yeah someday I'll use that giant long cable. <laughs> so here here we are. Anyway, let's get to uh, this week's random rob. Um, when uh, I was in, let's see, when would this have been. This was later than I think it probably should have been. Uh, I think, oh wow. I didn't realize that was on there. That's interesting. Um, I don't remember how old I was when I got these. Now, uh, I was born in 1973. Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. Um, but I started seventh grade in 1985 and uh, I kind of think I got these for the school year in 1985 I don't really remember if I had them before that but what I do remember is that it was a grade where you had to have a different folder for every class and so I that's why I think it might have been seventh grade when all of a sudden you had a different teacher uh, for for every class it, it might have been before that but I feel like for some reason it was it was seventh grade so it would have been two years after Return of the Jedi came out. I don't think Star Wars was that popular by the time I got to seventh grade. Um, you know, that was, uh, like I said, it came out in the summer between fourth and fifth grade for me. So, uh, you know, two years later, it, it definitely would have, would have cooled by then. But anyway... What I have, and I do have very specific memory about one of these, and, uh, and we're going to talk about the folders, and we're going to talk about something that's in them. Uh, so the first one here, this is a, these are school folders. Uh, I'm going to show you this one. This is uh, obviously Job of the Hut uh, with Salacious Crumb, and they are the same on both sides. So all the folders are different so that I would knew uh, which ones were for which class. This one, I should talk about this one last. Uh, this one is um, Jabba the Hutt's band. There is Cy Snoodles, Droopy McCool, uh, and uh, Max Rebo, the Max Rebo band. Uh, again, that's the same on both sides. That's number two. Uh, here we have C-3PO with uh, Wicket the Ewok. Now, I'm not a fan of Ewoks. <laughs> I know some people in later years uh, said how much they liked uh, Ewoks and, and that they were, uh, uh, I don't know, some people like them, the, the teddy bear aspect or whatever. I was not, uh, I didn't hate them like a lot of people, but uh, not, a, not a huge fan. But anyway, we've got this, this set here. 
There's three. This is number four. It's Darth Vader and Luke fighting uh, with the uh, Emperor there in the background. This is the uh, major battle at the end of Return of the Jedi. And uh, I'm going to show this one. Obviously, now this one is the most worn. Uh, if you can see, like, if you look at the top, and this one's really worn. But that's because this one is uh, my favorite of the five. Uh, this, uh, the speeder bikes, in fact, this uh, folder has almost uh, completely come apart. The, uh, the spine part is separated. Um, now, a couple of things here. Uh, that I, There's a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to get one. First of all, let me show this one again, just because this is my favorite. Uh, I do remember in seventh grade getting a piece of paper and laying it over this and tracing these guys and learning how to draw uh, speeder bikes. I, I used to love drawing the speeder bike and learning how to draw from looking at this. So uh, that, that folder was definitely my favorite, which is why it's the most worn. Uh, so let's take a look at... Um, something interesting I just saw here. Maybe I missaw it. We'll take a look here. Uh, so when you open up these folders, the first thing you'll see is my name, which says Robbie O'Hara. So uh, it wasn't until I believe ninth grade when I decided I wanted to go by Rob instead of Robbie. I thought Robbie just sounded like a little kid's name. And um, my mom and I had a long discussion about different names I could go by. I may have talked about this, but there was a, a kid that lived on my street named Robert, uh, and so I did not uh, want to be Robert. Um, and my mom said, you know, some people named, because my, my legal name is Robert, and some people would say, or she said, uh, some people whose name is Robert go by Bob, and I thought, Bob? Why would I go by Bob? That's not my name. Uh, and um, the, the, the name uh, Robin was floated around and which again I thought that's not really my name that's like someone else's name Robin um, and also the, there was a, a girl that lived on my street who used to babysit us whose name was Robin so there was no way I was going to be Robin so Rob seemed like the most uh, logical choice so I, I started telling everybody my name was Rob uh, so this this folder predates that that would have been ninth grade um, and so this is uh, um, before that, but I, I, uh, I, I really feel like in seventh grade you had to have a different folder for every class, which is why I would have got so many uh, different folders. Um, the other thing that I think is really cool uh, about this is uh, actually, you know what this says? No, this does say copyright 1983. I was going to see if it was, it was later. Um, these came from Target. And the price tag on these is right there. And you can see these folders were 49 cents each uh, from Target. So each one of these folders cost 39 cents. Now why I said why I kind of made a weird face a minute ago was because I thought the first one I looked at, uh, I thought it said 39 cents. Um, but... Uh, They're, they must all be 49 cents. Now, uh, there's a couple of things that I thought was really interesting. So I showed you the speeder bike one, I showed you that, uh, the Darth Vader one, and the uh, Max Rebo one. On some of them, my name's up here, and some of it's down here for some reason. I don't know why why we did that, but um, 
Uh, also, the folders on the other side have this little uh, weekly schedule for your class schedule here, which I never filled out for anything. I don't know why you would have that. Um, okay, so that's the first three. So on this one, the uh, C3PO one inside here, at some point, uh, I guess I decided I didn't want to lose these. And so what I've stuffed inside here are all my old, uh, probably not all of them, but at the time, all the ones I had left, all the old manuals uh, that I had for Star Wars toys. So here is the uh, instruction manual that came with the Slave One, Boba Fett's uh, ship. Here is the Imperial Attack Base. These are in surprisingly good condition. I mean, they're not folded up. They're not, uh, well, that one's a little folded up. Uh, here is the Twin Pod Cloud Car. Uh, again, these, uh, this is the Rebel Transport. This is a thick one. This is, uh, my dad used to call this the pickle ship. Uh, here we have the Hoth turret probot playset. Again, uh, each one of these would show you, uh, I'll, I'll show you one here. Uh, and this is the instructions for the ADAT. Now what these would do, uh, first of all, you had your, um, your warranty card. If anything was missing, you could fill out this information. You could mail this in. And get a replacement piece. Uh, these will show you where to put all the labels, uh, all the little stickers when you're applying it. Uh, it will show you how to assemble, like here's the assembly for the laser cannons. Those are all uh, built in. This is double-sided, so you have uh, all of this, and you have all of this now these were super super collectible and important for me to hang on to and i do love them i love them very much uh when i was younger but of course now all of these things have been uh scanned in and preserved and are all all over the internet so uh, they're not if you wanted to read one or see one they're not particularly rare but uh, these are all from actual toys that i got when i was a kid and finally uh, this one is um, I don't know if it's rare. I guess it probably is kind of rare. Uh, but there was the uh, troop transport, if you will. Now, if you don't remember what the troop transport looked like, uh, it looked like uh, this little thing. And uh, <clears throat> the troop transport was the first uh, toy that Kenner made of a Star Wars ship that was not uh, in... Star Wars. Uh, this was a originally designed ship because let's face it, they were going to run out of things to make. <laughs> like you could only make the Millennium Falcon and the X-Wing and a TIE fighter. And I mean, after a while you run out of ships, right? And so uh, they came up with the idea of coming up with an original ship. Uh, and uh, that ship was the uh, uh, Imperial Troop Transport here, which was this little thing. So this was a comic that came with it that kind of, it tells you when this thing was used in the movie. And so this is when they were on Tatooine and the stormtroopers had arrived and they were in search of the droids. And so it's like, well, they had to go get this uh, Imperial Troop Transport. And then uh, you know that the uh, sand crawler uh, was eventually destroyed by the Jawas. And uh, here you can see the Imperial Troop Transport, that's the guns that are on the top of it. And they're shooting the sand crawler. 
Uh, and then here it is, they're blowing up the sand crawler at the end. And this is uh, Darth Vader telling him to go, <laughs> go after him. So this is super cool. I love this thing. I've always loved this. Uh, so those uh, I tucked away and they are safely stored uh, in this uh, folder. Now in this other folder, the job of the hut one, the first one that I picked up here, um, this contains my original issues of uh, Bantha Tracks. Now, Bantha Tracks was the Star Wars fan club newsletter. Again, these have all been scanned in over time uh, and have been preserved. It looks like I have numbers 19, 20, and 21. Uh, so this is um, uh, number 19, it says February 1983, number 20 is May 1983, and then the last one is August 1983. So um, Return of the Jedi came out in May of 1983. So this is one before that, the month of that, and the one uh, after that. So the uh, um, you can see right here, like this one says an interview. There's a big interview there. Uh, you've got a guy doing Max Rebo. You have uh, uh, Bantha Tracks presents the 1983. Uh, this is the best of Star Wars. Um, there's Return of the Jedi one sheets that you can order. Uh, here's a little thing for uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, all kinds of stuff that would be in here. Message from the director. It says, this is a short thing, it says, on May 7th, Lucasfilm employees and their families attended a company screening of Return of the Jedi. After the final credits, the spontaneous response of the audience was to give George Lucas a standing ovation. Although George often reminds us that it is our movie, it is his vision that makes it possible. For this vision, we are grateful. The Force is with us always. Signed, Maureen Garrett, Fan Club Director, Lucasfilm Limited. Uh, and then it shows uh, the people in line there at the premiere screening for employees of uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. This one uh, has a big interview with Dennis Murin, who I have talked about before. Dennis Murin is uh, known for uh, doing special effects uh, not just for Star Wars, but for lots of movies. Here you can see a picture of Dennis Murin working with a speeder bike there. Uh, interesting that on the front of this one, uh, they feature B-Wing fighters. See, this is a big thing about uh, the newsletter, is that they want to push new stuff, right? Because, uh, you know, you're a Star Wars fan, and you get this, and you're like, B-Wing fighter, what's that? And, and uh, that's going to get you hyped up, you know, for the new toy. Uh, the interview in this one is uh, Stuart Freeborn, and here's a picture of him uh, sculpting the original Yoda, uh, the original Yoda puppet. And um, here's more uh, <coughs> um, things that you can order uh, one sheets. And let me show you this because this is part of uh, uh, movie history. I'm sure most people have heard this. Uh, and then people say, nah, it wasn't available, this, that, this, that. Uh, again, this is the official newsletter. I had this. I could have ordered this, but I didn't. Uh, but here are one sheets that you can order. And there, right there, it says 
Revenge of the Jedi. Cast, and you could order a cast of crew patch right there that also says Revenge of the Jedi. And so, uh, fans of the uh, newsletter, you could have ordered that right there, and you could be a very rich person <laughs> by selling your Revenge of the Jedi collectibles. So, we will put those back in the folder. We will close the folder up. Uh, before we wrap this one up, I want to get my favorite folder out one last time. And look at this thing. I mean, this thing got some use, man. <laughs> and I, I remember we had a teacher where we had to like turn in, we had to carry stuff every day. And I switched the folders around so that, that, that this folder would be for that class so that I could use this folder the most because I love this one so much. I mean, by the time I was in seventh grade, like, uh, you know, the one with the Ewoks, not so popular. The one uh, with a Max Rebo and size noodles, not so popular. But this one, uh, this one was definitely a favorite. I, I wish I could order new ones of these and I would use them. I would use them at work or do something like that. So uh, anyway, I thought it would be fun while I was out here just to do a, a rando rob, on location rando rob <laughs> out here in the workshop. So uh, thanks everybody for uh, hanging around. And um, like I said, we should... Uh, uh, should be everything should be back on track uh, starting this week. See you guys soon. This is the last shot of me going in to stop the video. Ooh.